Gonna Got be it. recording. Oh, son of a monkey's uncle. I'll hit record in a second. <laughs> what do you mean in a second? Do it now. Otherwise, you're going to forget we're going to start talking. There we go. Got Just it. as we were talking about how professional we are, this is how we roll into our live. <laughs> Hello. Hi. What up, homies? If you guys, if anybody cares, um, I am not in the Bitchy Witchy studio. Uh, I'm actually in the hospital, but um, so this is a virtual background. But I, I should just pretend that we're in a studio and see how many of you actually buy that. <laughs> <laughs> we have a studio now. <laughs> oh my god! So none of us can well, go there, but we can look like we're in there. <laughs> While we wait for people to join, um, don't forget we have books on Amazon. If, wait a few minutes and then give us a like. Apparently, oh, let me explain that real quick. Apparently, if you like us too soon, <laughs> it seems like you're a bot and it doesn't really, like it messes up our account. I don't know why they do that. Yay, YouTube. Wait, right? like three wait, wait like three minutes, then give us a like. <laughs> <laughs> um uh if you're not okay. already please subscribe and yeah so who wants to talk about what we're talking about today well my lollipop fell off my stick again so my mouth is a little full so jason you want to do it sure so today we are talking about rituals uh, we will be discussing uh, okay <laughs> we'll, we'll be discussing different types of rituals the differ uh, the difference between ritual and habitual and uh, the difference between a ritual and spells and uh, yeah uh, we also want to clarify that you don't have to do a ritual every time you do a spell or um, vice versa <laughs> what 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 ritual actually is and what it uh what's the word and what it I means know. you know for between the because i think it means something different to different people depending on their culture mm. their tradition what what uh, system they follow yeah Again, there's so many variations. And mm -hmm. so really also just kind of breaking through that misconception that it has to be one specific way. Right. Because it doesn't. It's very, it's, it's very personal and very dependent upon you. Right. Exactly. Ex ex exactly. Am I, am I making a lot of noise by my lollipop? A little I bit. Can't hear. Um, I really can't hear it. <laughs> I can't hear it either. <laughs> when it feels it's weird only, calling it's only when you talk because I don't have the stick. <laughs> when you talk, when you talk, I can hear it. But I feel like so... I need to put the stick back in my mouth just so to just. Mm. Oh, <laughs> this is what happens. This is what happens when those of us who do smoke are unable to smoke. We put things in our mouth. <laughs> fun <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah 
So, so who wants to start? I just want you to let with, me know that I'm that I'm all set. I'm all set for, for the episode. Basically, get ready to hear her smacking and sucking on candy the entire time. Hope you don't hate that. Really, <laughs> I will try really hard not to do that. We, we really hope you're not those people that really get put off by hearing people with food <laughs> in their mouth because today is not going to be your day. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, oh my God. So, well, who, do you want to start to differentiate? About... Oh, that's right. D- differentiate. Mm-hmm. Well, so we want to want, first of all, before we even get started, we want to make sure that. Everybody understands that when we say ritual, we're not talking about something that is um, like a day-to-day ritual. Like every day I do certain things. Um, You know, I make sure the dogs have food. I make sure they have water. And then I get my medications all ready and I take my medications. That's my ritual every day. And Mm -hmm. if I skip that or if I skip something and do water first and then go do something else and I come back sometimes I'll forget to take my meds because like I broke my ritual okay that's more habitual that's habitual that that's something that you do yeah that you do in order um just for mundane activities right routine as exactly your routine another word for what is your routine Whereas the ritual that we are discussing is the formal ritual, something Mm -hmm. that is done not just with purpose, but for a purpose. And it's usually we're talking about either for reverence, uh, for honoring, for worship, but Mm -hmm. or something um, celebratory, celebratory, right. But it is it um, is something very formalized, um, is very prescriptive, whether it be prescriptive by definition of your culture or tradition or your own personal definition of how how you defined it should be. Uh, but it's very it's very prescriptive, um, and that's what we are talking about today. So not like how you get up on the right side of the bed every morning not that kind of ritual not kind, not that kind of habitual ritual right clear did i yeah or clear? the type huh. or the type of of ritual that everybody thinks has to be done before a, a spell or not every working requires ritual right so that you want to go into that a little bit cuz i i think that might need a little clarification. Yeah. Yeah. So, you, Jason, do you want to go the difference between the difference between spell work and ritual? Sure. So, a uh, ritual is something like like I said in my my tradition, it's something that's uh, more celebratory or um, something for reverence or um, uh, what's what's the word? My brain is blinking. <laughs> Um, it can like be honoring, yeah, honoring or like a, um, like a rite of initiation, the rite of dedication, um, the ancestral rite. Uh, that's that that is what we would consider ritual. That's not necessarily uh, for spell work, 
Whereas I think where a lot of people tend to get confused by is uh, when you're doing certain preparations for spell work, like um, whether it be like, like uh, calling the quarters, uh, casting a circle, uh, that's where people tend to confuse that with, with ritual, but it's not the same thing. Whereas um, that could be, I guess like like routine in in certain spell work if that's how you choose to practice, but that's not really the same as ritual. Rituals have. Um, I think. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I was I was gonna say um I think that is part of I I agree with you um you know when people start thinking about that uh because again going back to a lot of people start by studying Wicca mm -hmm. and. When you study Wicca, um, one of the first things, you know, that you read about is, it's you know, the casting circle, um, you know, um, knowing the the four directions and and where you place things. And then mm -hmm. within um, those processes, then there is a place for you to do spell work. And mm -hmm. then you continue again with ritual. And so... Right. When somebody is first introduced to that, it it does give the impression that ritual and spell work are either one and the same or go hand in hand. Yes, exactly. And I think what we're trying to say is that it does not, unless that is how your tradition or whatever, unless that's how you roll. Right. But it is not mandatory for everybody. Right, like uh, today is well, beggars knocked. Um, in my family, traditionally, we would do a well, beggars knocked ritual, something that allows us to connect with the veil, the ancestors, um, the the energies that are re reawakening of that time of year. So we would only do like these type of uh. I guess like I don't want to call it a holiday ritual or uh, or Sabbath ritual, but it, that's that's something that's like celebratory for this day. Of uh -huh. Yeah, trying to try and, and 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 what beautiful irony that we're doing this uh, this on this day, right? <laughs> so does everybody? Um, well, I guess I guess I can't expect the audience to answer back. But um, if you do, I guess we should just go, just describe. If you don't know what Walpurgis knot is, or sometimes it's referred to as hexa knot, um, does anybody, or, or does anybody want to explain what that is and the meaning of it? It is the second time of the year, other than Samhain, where the, uh, the veil is considered the thinnest. Uh, Wiccans would call this Bel uh, Beltane Eve. Yeah. Yeah, but it's uh, different from from Beltane, and it's it's about well, I guess like they did kind of copy some of the the meaning behind it. Um, but yeah, it's about uh, connecting with the veil and that springtime energy of life. Whereas whereas Samhain is like honoring death, this one is like honoring life and um, the life. The life force of magic that kind of just flows through everything. The name, however. Oh, the name. Actually, 
came from uh the, um the, well from the from um, I don't want to say the persecutions, but you know the um there was I I I can't remember his name, but one of the, the priests or cardinals or something, whatever, um was saying that it uh, was describing how this was the night, you know that witches go off to celebrate the Sabbath and mm. dance with the devil and, and all right. of that. Um, and so what you'll find today, um, and this is not new, but, um, but to this day, what you'll find, especially in the European countries is that um, it's actually very um it's celebrated and it's actually not just celebrated by cultists and witches. It's celebrated um, by a, a lot of the community, the local communities. So um, obviously, well, Kurgishnot, Hexanot, that's, that's German in origin. So clearly it's a very, it's a very big deal in Germany. Um, you'll see a lot of celebration happen mm -hmm. for it. Um, and they may or may not even be related to our walk of life. Um, right. It's it's it is that that popular, but one of the things that I love the most about the celebrations that occur is that you will see people dress up like the iconic TV movie versions of witches with the warts and the big noses and stuff because right. they're 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 making fun, but at the same time they're kind of embracing it. You know, mm -hmm. like like what they thought that we did was so ridiculous. We're we're gonna play with it and we're gonna dress up like that. This is what you thought you we were? Fine, we'll dress up like it. And right. um <laughs> so it, it actually is is and you know, using your word very, very celebratory. So um, but it's also taken very seriously by a lot of practitioners, you know, to just just honor what we do and honor those that came before us. Right. Yep. And honoring the uh, the life force of magic that flows through the earth and that flows within all of us, yeah. celebrating the power that we have. And I've done, and, I, I think, one or two um, videos on Walpurgis Knot, so maybe we can put a link to that at the end of the video. Oh, yeah, we do have a couple. familiar. We have a really good one explaining the details that you did last year. I think you did it last year. Or yeah, the year yeah, I think I did, did another one. Yeah, I know. I think I've done two. Last year was the last one. Yeah. yeah. One was, I think you did things about rituals and workings. And I think the first one was like the whole history. They're both really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Wasn't going to do one this year because I think I beat that dead horse. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got all info into two really good videos yeah. oh yeah wow, yeah they're good videos but but um going back to our topic um the working that is typically performed on this night to honor celebrate um the the true meaning of it and uh that's would be ritual not really a spell even though like we do use the power of, of the day to bring forth cer yeah. certain things, like that is still considered ritual as opposed to spell work. Yeah, I think I think um, the key word is work. Mm -hmm. So 
when you do a, when you do um, a spell, when you do a working, it's because you are trying to you accomplish something, right? right? You're trying to reach a goal. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas when you do a ritual, you might be trying to reach a goal, but nothing that you're trying to obtain, you know, it's more, it's more for reverence or for um, perhaps contact of, yeah. um, of an entity or communication with an entity, whereas the spell right. work is more, you know, black and white. I'm trying to um, get uh, $10 that I'm short to pay my rent. And so I'm going to do spell work for that. Like, right. you know, or it's, it's, yeah, it's really love. more of working. It's a work. You're trying to work towards something, whereas ritual, it's, it's more spiritual, broader mm-hmm. sense. Um, that's really the main difference. Um, some people choose to routinely do ritual with spell work, mm-hmm. um, whether it be the spell work in between the ritual, before the, before the spell work, after the spell work. Um, but there's, there's a lot of people who consider that kind of one fell swoop period right um but that is a personal choice again unless that is part of your tradition and part of your culture but for instance when you look at folk magic um there there's no ritual there there's yeah. uh, there's very little ritual in yeah. folk magic exactly um, when you think of ritual think of you it really is more uh ceremonial magic based in right. fact, was, that's where Wicca has its background is in ceremonial magic. Ceremonial right. magic, any any high magic practice is riddled with ritual. It's all ritual. It is very yeah. formal. Yeah, very and, formal, um, very, very complex, very formal. Mm-hmm. Everything is is done to to the T with specific instruction, like step by step. Hence the name ritual magic. <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, there's words. also um, if um, a, a lot there's a number of religions that um, are also very ritualistic. Mm-hmm. And um, although we don't really talk about religions themselves per se. Um, there are a number, particularly uh, pagan religions, that um, also incorporate magic in their religion. So mm-hmm. um, like the heathen religions, for example, the heathen religions, um, magic is a very prominent part of their religious pra- practice. And so there, um, so some of those can involve ritual as well. Mm-hmm. Again, incorporating, the religious aspect of it. Now, again, does that mean that you have to call upon Odin before you, you know, perform Galdr magic? Um, some are going to say yes. Some mm. are going to say no. Um, that is going to be, you know, your choice, how you choose to practice your religion. But the point being is that the calling upon Odin and doing the the 
the reverence and the honor, um, you know, that would be the ritual aspect of it. And then the mm. performance of the Galder magic would be, of course, the magical aspect of it. Mm. Um, so I think it's just important to understand and, and know that those two are not one and the same. They don't have to be. They can be. But there is no, like, um, Ten Commandments of practicing witchcraft that says commandment number three you must perform ritual with every spell work that you do right for sure i wouldn't necessarily say like um one in the same i would say more hand in hand in that aspect exactly like, uh, like they can go hand in hand but they're not necessarily one in the same exactly yeah so Pestia, what are your thoughts um how does how does how does ritual affect your practice um i think it kind of depends on what part of the practice we're talking about if we're talking about workings almost not at all <laughs> if we're talking about maintenance and communication and just having energy pathways open between me and my ancestors very much very mm. much so that is where it comes into play for me it's when i'm doing workings trying to think if i've ever had to do ritual to do a working and i can't off the top of my head i i want to say that i've never done a working that started or ended with some kind of formal ritual um meanwhile a lot of my day-to-day -day things um are ritual and i'm glad that we started this episode clarifying the difference between routine and ritual because for some people they the lines can get a little blurry and i'm mm -hmm. one of those people see i'm not one of the people who only communicates with my ancestors when i want something or when i'm doing workings this is very it, much an open 24 7 365 thing exactly always, exactly always I do the in same. communication and yep. for so oh. for people like us those ties need to be fed more often. If you're only celebrating during Samhain or Dia de los Muertos, um, the maintenance for that isn't very, it, it's not a day-to-day -day thing. It's a, okay, I have a few days of this celebration. For other people, it's an all-the-time thing. So even things like a shower, which could be confused as, no, that's not ritual, that is habitual. For some people, it is both. Um, because I have to keep my energy clean because it's constantly open to my people. Mm -hmm. And I don't, and I don't just mean my ancestors. I mean, the people that I do this show with certain family members, my energy goes a lot of places. I do a lot of things with it. It needs to be kept clean. Um, and it needs to be kept the way I want it. Clean might not be the word, but just, I need to keep my energy flowing the way I need it to flow. So little things like day-to-day -day things, making your coffee, uh, it can be again, because I have ancestors that are like, hey, if I don't have coffee, you're going to start hearing banging in the middle of the night. Like, so some things yeah. are very much, um, no, it's a necessity. It, it has to be done, but they're not workings. I'm not doing workings. It's just constantly right. feeding the lines between me and whomever or whatever right see and and it's interesting because I, I do the same thing but i i'm one who doesn't really consider that ritual like i just um 
like the, the way I, I define rituals. I just consider that um, like maintenance <laughs> mm -hmm. to me. Yeah. Like it's just um, maintenance or just like, like what I do is like an everyday thing, like, like part of my, my routine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, the, I, but it is mostly I, I think I, 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 I get, I get what Hesty's, uh, Hesty, Hesty, um, I guess what Hestia, I guess, oh my God, I can't talk. I get what Hestia is saying because mm. I feel like, and maybe I'm wrong, Hestia, I feel like it's a little bit more than just maintenance. Like mm -hmm. she actually does, like it may be, quote-unquote routine but like she actually does take more of a, a a a more formal ritualistic approach she just does it routinely is that very right? much so very much okay. so now i get what what you're saying too because um that that's what i i do as well but um mm. i i don't know like i guess it is kind of ritual i just never defined it really as as ritual just because of how I define ritual being something bigger. More formal. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like Yeah. Um, I can say this too. A lot of the people that I know that practice a lot of Mexican folk magic, this is more ritual for, for this group of people. Um, mm -hmm. Because, and I, I guess the way I can describe it as because almost everything we do is kind of a working almost everything we do in between is kind of ritual because if I cook for you please know that there's some energy moving around in that too it, it's every little yeah. thing um so yeah for for some people who have more one my path and your path is so drastically different in where its roots come from and and stuff too so mm. I actually, I find it fascinating to learn that, you know, for you, it's more of a sit down formal, like this is it. And for us, it's kind of like, well, if this is just what we do every Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Cause like for, for, for me, it's what, like, it's definitely something that I do ev every day, but like, I just define it as like maintaining my, the magical lifestyle, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. But I think this is a perfect example, though, of how we say, you know, it really is um, dependent on each person. You know, there is no um, universally defined process or methodology that everybody must do it this way. It's not like, you know, um, and for instance, we, we mentioned um, about... Uh, doing a ritual four different ways the same ritual between the three of us I mean the, between the four of us I can count I swear um, between the four of us and um, so that you can see the different ways to do it and if we put it side by side it's not like we'd all be doing the same movements you know where we would like you know like we're doing some sort of dance or something you know we're all going to be doing something different because we define it differently right well, then our our craft is our own, and what what where it comes from, what we practice, what we've learned, like uh, it's it's all like it's all different. But I also like seeing the similarities too, because that's what I I grew up on was like kind of seeing how um, the difference, but um, how similar they can be too, and then like the the similarities between 
uh, different practices um, become a lot more prominent than than the differences, and it kind of uh, re reiterates that that um, the concept or the idea that witches are an international family. Mm -hmm. Exactly, exactly. I love that. So, Miss um, Mountain Gypsy, what about you? How do you incorporate ritual in your practice? Well, I mean, when it comes to like the actual theme of a ritual, you know, like big go out planned, I only do something like that like once a year. That's like a once a year thing for me. But, you know, on the other hand, like Hestia, I do have morning, like I have morning things that I consider rituals for myself, like at my altar every morning, like when I get my coffee, so do my my things on my altar, you know, if right. I'm making, exactly. if I'm making breakfast, like full on making like a big ass breakfast, you know, they get it too, you know, everything that needs to be fed in my house gets fed, you know, right. like, and I, I do that too. <laughs> yeah. So like yeah. every morning when I have coffee, you know, my altar has coffee, you know, I have little things I just do in the mornings when it's just me myself and stuff to me to me that's a morning ritual that I do on a constant and I have for the longest time because mm -hmm. I feel that you know I feel if I miss that in the morning like then if it I messes up your whole day it messes huh? up my whole day <laughs> I mean I guess yeah. it's also an OCD issue but like that's a morning ritual that I feel I cannot miss and as soon right. as I realize that I missed it I'm on top of it because it's just, I feel that that keeps my ancestors happy every day, you exactly. know? Exactly. And I, like, I, I, and I kind of place it on the same level as like, like it's just as important as getting dressed or brushing my teeth and washing my face. Like, like if, like I can't really skip. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, Hestia with her cooking is the same way. Like, you can bet your ass whatever I'm making you, even if it's mac and cheese, there's a lot of shit that goes into that. <laughs> but, you know, like big ass rituals, that that's a once a year thing because I ain't got time for one all the time on every Sabbath and, you know, shit like right. that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but, uh, so I make that one a big important one. Like, you guys have noticed like on that day, I'm like, I really don't talk to nobody because I'm focused, getting stuff ready, you know, because it's not a, just a me thing when I do those. It's it's a all of us in my house thing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, yeah, shit like that. But like, like I have my little ones in the morning. Like I said, if, if they don't get coffee, when I get coffee, my day is all fucked up, like just completely 100 percent screwed. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yep, exactly. So that's my ritual. Like, like I said, my altars are very important to me in the morning, especially my main one in mm. when you walk in my house and stuff. Because that's that's where my ancestral stuff is. So, you know, that's that's an important daily thing to me. Right. Yep, same, same. And uh, my my working altar as well. Like I kind of keep it clean for for clients. 
<laughs> don't look at my mess. <laughs> but yeah, like, I mean, to someone else, that not may, may not be ritual to them. They that just to them, they might look at me and be all, girl, you're just crazy and shit doesn't work that way or whatever. But that that's how I work, even small ritualistic stuff. Yeah. So I, yeah, like I me, I I, I actually um so I I probably do a formal ritual, I would say. I'm going to up it now to three times a year and, and I'll explain why in a second. Um, I definitely do a, um, a very formal uh, protection ritual at the beginning of each year. Um, uh, but um, Clyde and I actually began doing a full moon ritual and, an, and a dark moon ritual together. And so that's where the, the two, um, additional ones come from that I say are, are so I've gone from for sure at least one a year to now I think you know we're we're now up to formally three a year and I call them formal for sure because when I when I say that I am um, doing ritual I really mean it in that mm. I have a particular outfit that is designated just for ritual I have yes. ritual makeup that I wear. Mm -hmm. There is, you know, um, designated uh, places for things to go. Um, it's very, it's very designed, right. and it's Those... very prescriptive. Exactly. Um, it is is self prescriptive. It's not based on a particular tradition, but it is still nonetheless very prescriptive. Exactly. Um, the like and the, actually, that, my the 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 dark moon one is uh, prescriptive um, by my design, and then the full moon is is prescriptive by by Clyde's design. Clyde has designed that one. Yeah. Um. But those those are the ones that I would say are truly full full on hardcore ritual. Right. Um, that there are I, though occasions that, where sometimes. Um, let me just finish my thought. Sorry. Oh, there sure. there are occasions where um, I will do spell work and choose to do ritual with them. It's not often. It's a handful of times a year. And it's usually if I am, and maybe this is wrong, okay? So, and I admit it, but it's when I really, 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 really need the ancestors um, or a particular deity to pay attention and telling them that I really need to borrow your energies right now. I really need you to lend your energies. Like, not just normal, like, hey, uh, can I just, you know, grab a little bit of your energy for this working? Because I, 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 I call in the ancestors on almost all my workings, but it's if I, like, if there's a real super hard need as you can imagine, I've been doing, you know, things for the situation now. Um, those have been much more formalized and, and mm. ritualized um, because I, I'm I'm really, really kind of calling in the troops, if you will. You right. know, and so so that will have some some formalities to that. Um, right. other, otherwise, then no, I do. I do not incorporate ritual. See, see and that's like what what I always kind of defined as ritual in 
my practice too, like something that's um, very technical, done uh, prescriptive. Um, I have cer certain outfits, I use certain times, certain everything. Everything is like very um, specific to, hmm. to that. Yeah, and I think that and I, um, and I think that's what makes the biggest difference, um, because I know that a lot of what I do comes across as routine versus ritual. But I think the main difference is that I have very specific steps that need to be followed. Um, there are purpose. There is purpose behind every step. Um, it's not about me. It's very much. Uh, it, basically, what I was trying to say is just that's that's. I feel the key difference is, are you doing it for a reason? Is it prescriptive it, or are you just like, this is just the habit you do every day. You've been doing it for years. Um, when I, there are different times where certain things that are routine become ritual as well. Like baths are something that are very commonly used for ritual. Um, I too do it. Mine just look very different and mine aren't the pretty crystals around the bathtub edge. Like if you look at that water, you're going to be like, is that a swamp? Um, <laughs> Cause it's, it's full of like herbs and, and stuff. So it's messy and ugly. It's not your pretty little, Oh, flowers and crystal bath. Um, so some things I don't go into in detail because, um, I still like to keep a lot of what I do to myself um, mm -hmm. to avoid judgment because I, I get defensive about it. So, um, so I'll, I'll say things like, Oh, how I shower or how I bathe is ritual, but I won't really go into it. But that that's kind of the key difference. Cause I get that that sounds just like everyday shit. Like, yeah, I wash my ass too, bitch. But, um, but that's not, that's not what I'm saying. Like there's things I do whilst in the shower that are ritual that, that are very much so preparing me or my energy or my space for mm. things to come. Yeah. See, I like that. I like that, that, that definitely can, can be de defined as, as ritual. And I, it kind of goes back to what I was saying about um, differential similarity like um even though the four of us would kind of describe um ritual different or differently in in some aspect or on some level um that uh, what makes it ritual is exactly what what you just described like certain certain steps that, that have to be be done mm -hmm. but i'm glad Hesia, like, that you brought that up though because you know, again, going back to what we sometimes see on social media, you know, when, when people say, oh, yeah, I did a ritual cleansing bath before I started a working or whatever. And um, and they talk about, you know, just adding, like, just dropping some herbs in a bathtub and soaking in the bathtub and then getting out, you know. Now, maybe they did more than that, but really the way that it sounds like is that they just kind of dipped, you know, dipped and and got out and it's like they just took a tea the, bath the the, the, <laughs> the the items itself is not what is making it a ritual right it's what you are doing with it and how you are doing it that is making it a ritual mm. you know and i think that's also an important differentiation you know it's right. not just because you you threw some um some lavender in there 
right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I also feel like, and I mean, this, this might sound a little judgy, but mm, so be it. Um, this is something that I notice comes up a lot. And most of the people that I see that have a big, oh, you're just throwing some flowers in a bathtub and getting in there. That's not doing anything. Um, it's just ingredients. Okay, cool. I understand that you know nothing about energy work. Noted. Right. So all that other shit that you're talking about all of a sudden becomes super irrelevant to me because you don't know the basic fundamentals of energy that comes from plants or, or whatever, or how to manipulate energy with other things around you, like mm -hmm. herbs and water. Like, it's not about it being a tea bath. It's about the fact that I know what this plant is capable of. I know what this salt is capable of. I know what this water is capable of. And I know what I'm capable of. So, exactly. So exactly. that all plays into it as well. It, exactly. But um, what, what I was going about was like the people who don't know, like throwing, yeah. like, like with the whole like spell jar thing, it's like throwing a bunch of ingredients into a jar. Like, and that's the difference between mundane people and magical people. Exactly. Right. And it's funny because my husband really made it very blunt to me recently because um i'm i make all the food and drinks in our house like everything from like bar cocktail drinks to like regular just juice and, and stuff like that i'm i'm kind of like the person in the house that does that um but when i don't feel good he'll do it himself but one day i asked him i was like uh can you taste the love in it when i make it and he was like i can taste the love in it i can taste the attitude in it when you make it um but when i was like so what does it taste like when you make it and he was like it just tastes like ingredients and i was like I, I got it and i'm just like noted i know how you walk through life now like i get it <laughs> like it's just <laughs> shit like everything's just shit to you i got it um for us it's different like when we make things we're like oh any any ingredients we combine we automatically know what's going into it like every exactly. aspect if there's mint in it we know what comes with that if there's lemon in it we know what comes with that when you mix them we know how how we can move that around and yeah you can tell if we made it with love or if we made it with fuck you <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely you know i love that he said that because it's like it's it's the difference between and i know you guys i know at least two of you will understand my reference it's the difference between Drinking, drinking a cup of hot tea or performing tea magic. Right. Or <laughs> make or making a tincture versus a potion. Yes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But I think that's a like we see that a lot, you know, it's, it's a spell jar thing. Mm. Um, same, same scenario. Like, oh yeah, I drink lavender tea every night. I I love my tea magic. Mm. there's i don't making <laughs> tea isn't magic because and you're just you're just tea. drinking good tea i mean where's the magic in that so do you exactly. use lavender oh so you're you're <laughs> expecting the plant to do the magic for you cool mm -hmm. Bingo. yes yeah. yes and that's the biggest you know what I, one day we're gonna have to elaborate on that <laughs> because uh I think that's that's a big problem that can be spun off into numerous ways because yeah, a lot of times it, it could go like, oh, magic doesn't work. I bought some or I bought some sage and my house is still crazy. Yeah, it's probably you. But it's like, you know, it's so on like it's so 
there's so many people that are just like, I bought everything and I did what you said to do, but you're not magical, bitch. Like you might be the most mundane person on the planet and just can't manipulate the energy. So therefore anything you buy is just going to be ingredients. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I have a really cook. You just have ingredients. I have a very easy way to illustrate it. Okay. So everybody, let's say Hestia needs me to do her taxes. Okay. So one night I'm sleeping and and she decides to arrange to kidnap me while I'm sleeping, keeps me sleeping and sits me on, she lays me down on her bed and then she's like, cool, she's here to do my taxes. And I keep sleeping and she's looking and she's like, why isn't she doing my taxes? I poke well, her with a stick. You gotta, you gotta, number one, wake me up. Number two, you gotta tell me, why hey, am I here? Pause. Hold on. Hey, can we say that the first step again? You gotta Wait. wake me up. Yes. <laughs> we're going to have to elaborate on that one day too. That's mm-hmm. something we're going to yell at you about. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> just know that know that all four of us will be yelling at you that day oh, that's a tea time day <laughs> yes <laughs> but the, the point being is that like you can't just place me there and poof suddenly I'm going to do what she brought me in to do it takes a lot more than that she's going to have to make effort she's got to wake me up she's got to tell me what she wants she has to tell me what, why she brought me there she has to to tell me that I need you to not just do my taxes, bitch, but I need you to, can you make sure I also get money back? You know, I'm sure she doesn't want me to do her tax and say, it's done, you owe $2,000. Yeah. You know, there's there's things that she's got to do for me <sighs> to be able to do her taxes. Right. So I think that's a pretty straightforward illustration. Yeah, I think that's a good analogy. Let's replace me with herbs. Yeah. Or whatever ingredient. Fearless. Don't get any ideas. Fearless (laughs) says, Tis why my kiddos say everything tastes better if I make it, even just pouring a glass of sweet tea. Yeah. If you manipulate energy and you get really good at it, you do it just by being you, like it being your energy. Like, like I said, I've been manipulating energy without formal training my entire life. And then once I learned it better, now I can control it, but it's always, always been, you can taste the love in my food. You could taste And it's not just my husband. Like other people have told me, like, I can tell when you're angry and you cook, I can tell when you're happy and you cook. And I'm like, yeah, I bet you can. (laughs) And again, like, that's what to me defines a witch <laughs> yes mm-hmm. someone who, someone whose magic comes from um an intangible inner quality or trait is it and is it then, wrong that every time she talks about her and her cooking i think of things like like water for chocolate i just get yeah. these, like, picture her i picture her yeah. these like movie scenes oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> i love that movie too i do like, you know what that movie I is am- I haven't, I, I get the reference. I haven't like watched it in its entirety, okay. but I, I, I get, I get mm-hmm. it. Um, but it, it's funny because I actually do, 
uh, and Brandy knows this because she's seen me in the planning process. I actually do do things like that where I'll have a full formal, like, don't make no plans today thing going on where I'm like, okay, we're eating food from this place and it's going to be a big formal set the table. There's multiple plates, multiple. Yeah. Yeah. No, I do that. So <laughs> love it. Um, but before like I get the whole beautiful far, show. <laughs> Okay, am I supposed to pronounce this name G, Jen, J? It's Jen, but just call her okay. G. G, okay. And then G says, my husband teases me playfully and says, do you always have to make a ritual about it? Example, full meal dinners. And my response back is damn straight. Yeah, I'm the same. What If there's something that I consider a pivotal moment of any kind of exchange with anybody. If, if somebody's coming over to eat dinner at my house, I'm going to make sure that that dinner represents how I feel about them. I want them to feel welcomed. I want them to feel fed. I don't want them to leave hungry. Um, but they're going to know that I put my energy into that. So yeah, anything that becomes something where there's going to be an exchange of energy that will turn ritual for me quickly. Yeah. So feeding, feeding people is one that has been a solid ritual for me since before I took this seriously. If yeah. I liked you and I wanted you to be a friend or more than a friend, or if you were family, um, that is how I would welcome you into my home is I would invite you, over you. for a formal, a formal sit down dinner, like, come on. And, uh, and yeah, a lot of thought and preparation goes into that. Like, there's steps and stuff. So it gets to the point where now I do have rituals around food. It's not every meal I make, but you know, it happens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Awesome. I mean, Hesse and I have talked about this all the, like it's one of our main conversations is food. Yeah. Like we're always talking about certain meals. As corny as it sounds, as corny as it sounds, I really do feel like the label kitchen, witch kind of suits us yeah um, don't call me that shit though because I'm gonna call you corny because I think those labels are corny but I think like <laughs> if you were to try to stereotype me that is a a label that kind of fits because most most of the things that I do that involve other people it, it's going to be through food or drink yeah I mean like I said that's when when we're talking on a daily basis most of our conversations persist of cooking and that's not just for, you know, side projects. That's just because that's just what we like to talk about. And we, you know, talk about, you know, different foods that could work for different things. Like, you know, like Hestia said, when I have people over, I put a lot of thought into who's going to be there, what I want the purpose to be, you know, so that just right there creates a whole ritual up in the kitchen of, okay, you know. I'm going to use this meat well, because of this purpose. I think for me, when it comes to cooking and stuff, it, the preparation can be ritual. If I'm, if I'm going into a ritual, it's not like an everyday thing, No, but a lot of times the actual cooking and stuff, I consider that spell work. Yeah. That's not all the ritual. Time. That's, that's working. Cause I'm, I'm actively doing this shit for a purpose, but right. you know. I'm like Hestia. I don't have However, a lot of However, that is almost every meal. <laughs> I'm, all, I don't, I'm like Hestia. I'm only cooking pretty much for my family. So I don't have a lot of people come over because I choose not to have people over. <laughs> but I mean, when I do, it's a whole thing for me. 
And then like, even like dinner tonight, I put a purpose into it and I always carefully choose what I'm putting into it for purposes of my kids and stuff. I always use a lot of protection and healing herbs in my food, especially now that my baby's driving. I need, I need to make him a whole, do a whole ritual around his vehicle. He's not quite driving yet. He's more like hanging out in the driveway. Just He's getting in there. Dude. <laughs> Dude. But yeah. So I got to do a whole ritual around the truck to protect my baby. You know what I think is funny, though, is like, even though we do have some things that either become ritualistic or are mundane. Well, not mundane, but our uh, routine that can be used for ritual as well. Um, I still think when it comes to like the big, huge, formal, oh, fuck, it's days and days and days or maybe even weeks or longer of preparation. I think we all only have like maybe one a year. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because mine yeah. is like Dia de Muertos. So it's like that's pretty much the only one where I'm like, yo, this whole week, leave me the fuck alone. I got shit to do. Like, don't talk to me. I don't have time. I can't do this. Like I'm calling out of everything I have to do. Um, like I, like, it's just so intense and and it's once a year. So I'm like, deal with it. Like I'm basically unavailable for the better part, maybe like 10 days where I'm just like, leave me alone. I have a lot of cooking to do. I have a lot of cleaning to do. I have a lot of like actual workings to do and, and things to set up and, and yeah oh my god which so, is which mm. is which is reason number 4378 why i am not wiccan because i mean they do a lot of ritual with their stuff mm. and mm-hmm. i just don't have time for that yep it's almost like religious and got it time is and it's religious. attention span oh, it, for any of that. It is religious. <laughs> yeah, it is religious. I'm all. And see, that is one thing that in Brujeria and uh, like Mexican folk magic, a lot of things do become heavily ritualistic, and that's how it becomes an everyday thing. Just like how Wicca uses ritual often. Yeah, unfortunately, some some of my path. Uh, very much so is the same way they it's like yeah we get it it's a pain in the ass to make it take an extra hour today but yeah some things that I do on an everyday basis take way longer than they would normal people because it isn't a routine for me it might be a routine for you but this isn't routine for me a lot of things that would take somebody under an hour to do sometimes takes me up to three hours to do so it's not that it's convenient or routine it very much is an out of the way fuck your time frame shit like this is what you have to do i don't know even when they're like ending the ritual and then they like send everybody on their way it's like what if what if you're like you know the guardian of the west you're sitting there going i gotta wait until she gets to me so i can go it's like (laughs) why (laughs) you go when you go like why do i have to wait my turn (laughs) <laughs> i like that it sucks to be you man i'm sorry you picked that section that that direction nobody told you to be last right <laughs> i guess that's this you know the short stick that you drew Let's see what happens when you show up 15 minutes late <laughs> <laughs> 
And, and, and then what if you have to like in between, you know, you can't just leave that circle. What if you're like, I got to pee. I got to pee. You need to carve that door out first. Oh, fuck. Where's my one? That's, really, that's really funny, too, because like ritual when it came to workings has never been a thing for me. Not even not even one time. So it's funny because, yeah, there's times where. Uh, you're like, oh crap, like I got to go do this or, oh wow, my fire is a little too hot and I got to like break what I'm doing to fix this real quick. Um, And so if you're breaking ritual to do that, you know, that could be really problematic. And if I'm doing workings, like there's a lot of things going on. There's fire, like active, big fire. Like I'm a big fire person. So, so, um, you know, I can't, I can't ignore that in the moment. I need to very much be able to work unhindered so anything ritual has to be done and out the way if that's going to be a factor but excellent point and an excellent point is and going back to what you said you know because people like us in general you know we're not doing rituals every day and so i think we tend to plan um i don't want to say better but we have to because it's not something that we do every day, right? But so if when you are doing a ritual, if it's not something that you do every day, to Hestia's point, you need to take that time to plan. And so sometimes it is going to, you know, might take you that whole week because the last thing you want to do is sit there in the middle of this ornate ritual and like, where's my lighter? Where's my lighter? Mm-hmm. Oh fuck! Yes. It's all the way over there, and then be like, right back. Great, 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 auntie. Sorry, Anybody I totally missed it. Anybody got a light? <laughs> but you know, this is something as simple as that. Could you, you just know, picture what your sounds. ancestors would look like if they were just chilling there, watching you do this thing, and then you're like scrambling around, just looking at you, shaking their head, like mm, this Roll is in their this, eyes. This My is the grand- best of our genetics. <laughs> My great grandmother would be standing there. Who side like of this. the family is she from? <laughs> I could just picture my great grandma like he that. He definitely gets this from your side of the family. <laughs> uh, what a mess! But, yeah, but it's 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 anything from um a, a minor inconvenience to like a you may have to one. start the whole thing over. Yep. Right. So preparation. Don't take that for granted. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> big time when my ancestors are, are upset they are they are vocal about it they're very loud and uh it's not fun so do it right yes <laughs> do it right the first time yeah and, and I think planning is such a big part of it too because for me um yeah there there are things that I do let's see like I guess what I would consider semi-big rituals I I do a lot of those because there's my everyday things that I have to do and then there's two a month that I have to do and that pretty much just takes up that whole entire day it's not like a week's planning thing but that day I'm I'm MIA like nobody even gets a text for me that day um and it's just it's it's two days a month I have to do it and um so, so I am doing it often, but again, the big one, like 
people even tell me like, I'll, I'll sound stressed around Dia de Muertos because I have to, like the food has to be right. And sometimes that takes time in and of itself. I live in the Midwest and a lot of the food I have to cook is of Latin origins, Mexican predominantly. And scrambling um, and looking for it. It's hard as hell to find lengua that's not $80 in Michigan. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, so sometimes. Told you where to get it. I have to start getting things like early, um, like flowers. You can't get the flowers you need in Michigan at all. So you have to order them in advance. And so there's some things that damn near require your attention from the moment that ritual ends until it's time to do it again. Yep. Well, I mean, you and I do this. You and I have the same thing in that time frame. Like, you know, I was raised doing Dios de Muertes and then, you know, also Samhain and stuff because of the Celtic shit. So, like, you should see me in Hestia for, like, a month or two before all that. Like, frantic. (laughs) We are like, okay, I've got to get this. I've got to get that because I I need two different things for one night and more different things for another night so like that whole week of of the last week of October is insane so I mean I know last year you should have seen both of us like where can I get this where can I get that where I've got to find this can you find this for me (laughs) you know it was insane last year and it's gonna get like that and I have decided I'm going to start prepping in August (laughs) That's why you need to celebrate Samhain at, on the cross order, because yeah. then you won't have to worry about, you know, doing it back to back. Hey, it en- I enjoy it, actually. Like, I mean, yes, it's crazy, but I also enjoy it because it's actually fun for the kids to do. It's back-to-back. a fun stress. It's, it's hard yeah. to explain unless you're really one. Well, one, people who do rituals, I'm pretty sure you guys uh, understand that there is kind of like an intensity to it. So there's like a little touch of stress, but it's like an exciting, fun stress. So yeah. Yeah, it's, with right. it. it's a good yeah. stress. And I right. feel like even mundane people can relate to that. Cause it's like, yeah, cooking on a Monday sucks, but cooking that big stressful Christmas dinner, you're not as angry about it. Especially you're when like, you're I know sharing that- it. Yeah, because you're going to see people you don't see every day. It's not just your badass kids. You know, it's your cousin that you haven't <laughs> seen and and your favorite nephew and stuff like that. It's so, you know, that you don't care that you're in the kitchen for two days baking and then you're in there from the crack of dawn cooking all day for them to get there because it's a good mm. stress. Yeah. And, and I feel very much the same way with ritual. Like, yeah, it can get stressful. It's like, you got to prepare, you got to make sure. And it's hard sometimes. And sometimes you're like, fuck, it's the day before. And I still don't have this. And you got to pivot and make it work. Uh, Cause mm. sometimes you can't get everything you need. And we've discussed using like alternatives and, and knowing how to replace that energy with other things. That's also very important to knowing your path is you're not always going to have access to everything you need. That's part of knowing this. Um, yeah. Cause it brings me joy. Like it stresses me out, but it brings me joy to see the kids because I've been doing this since they were both born like just to see their the joy it brings them too because it's never really anything the same food wise because I have this big old dinner spread for it and for both times and you know and, and especially with Dios de los Martes it makes me happy because I'm not back home in Texas 
And so they don't get to join in all the festivities and all the, the festivals that are back home. So I get to bring what I grew up with them to, to them up here in, you know, white people wear. <laughs> so <laughs> white people wear. Yeah, you know, because they don't they don't get to see the actual like full on festival traditions of like the parades with the big skeletons and the dresses and the makeup and the dancers. Yeah. So they don't get to see that. So I like to at least bring, you know, bring the food and the festivities of what I can do here to them. So they know because I mean, especially my daughter, she she was born in Texas. Mark, you know, my son was born here, but she was born in Texas. So I want her to be able to know the place she was born and their stuff. So it, it, it's a fun stress, like Hestia said. Right. <laughs> so Fearless said when she first started doing woo, <laughs> I she'd do a dry, run, a dry run first. It helped to find those spots where I forgot something or needed to make an adjustment. Yeah, practicing ritual is, you know, good too. Yeah, a rehearsal. Yeah, yeah especially, especially if it's if it's new for you, or if you're mm. going to be doing, or if you've you've uh, if you're wanting to try a, a new ritual that you read about, or if you've designed a new one, um, it's like it's it's okay to practice. You know, do a dress rehearsal. It's okay to do that. Mm. Oh yeah. Especially if it really is it means that much to you, you know, and, and you want to make sure it goes without a hitch. There's nothing yeah. wrong with practicing. Another it. good it's... reason that you sh- that you might uh if if you had never considered practicing a ritual, another reason that you might want to try is if like me, I giggle when I get anxious or nervous. And for me at least, ritual is something that is a little more you know, we, we've talked about using humor in workings and, and in our practice before, but I feel like when I'm doing ritual, I need to be serious. This is something that's going to take more focus. This is something I need to do with more reverence. I don't need to be giggling and hee hee ha hawing. Um, so <laughs> when I get nervous or when I start getting flustered, sometimes I'll get giggly or I won't be able to focus. I get jittery. Whereas if I had practiced and I'm more secure in my movements and what needs to be placed where, and I know that I'm, I got it under control, um, it, it's easier to keep all of that reined in. So it doesn't come across as like, I don't take it serious or disrespectful. Um, you know, some of my ancestors don't like being laughed at for various reasons, um, And the thing is, if you work with other spirits, there's actual just spirits and entities that are like that. Like, don't laugh at them. You're going to pay for that. Like, don't do that. So, so, um, so, and I have family members that are like that, even living now, like, don't like some people just don't like being laughed at. So, um, so when I'm doing anything with my ancestors, I need to be serious and, and in the moment and show them the respect that they not only want, but kind of demand, like, don't come at me giggling, thinking this is funny. Uh Um, so, so I, I, I never practiced one. I just kind of went into it, but I also am anal retentive when it comes to planning. I'll spend a year planning something that will only take up a day because it has to be perfect. Um, and I'll go through it so many times in my head that by the time I do the ritual, it is kind of like I've practiced it because I've been planning it for so long. 
Well, the other yeah. reason that you may want to consider practicing is if it's something that you've designed that has a lot of props and has a lot of steps, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But you also have to realize that if that's how you want it, the last thing you want to be doing is reading off a pad of paper. Okay, what comes next? Mm -hmm. This goes there. Because you have to keep you know, stopping. You want to be able, yeah, you want to be able to put your full attention. And so it may mean kind of going through the motions a few times so that you don't have to be a slave to your notebook and you can really yes. concentrate on the important aspect. So sometimes it's mundane reasons why you'll want to practice and that's okay. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I, I love it when there's like a flow through and you're not having to like stop yeah. and look and check and where um, everything about it is just like second nature. What step am I on now? Step four. It reminds me of um, <laughs> the documentary that I sent you guys last week. It reminds me of one of the girls <laughs> that annoyed me so much. <laughs> like she was sitting there trying to show uh a spell jar and she was sitting there with her book she goes okay I need this and then she was like okay and then now I need this it's like okay you just said you've done this one multiple times right and, stuff. Why? and she's like oh crap I forgot this well I guess this is okay what <laughs> yeah <laughs> done First it multiple times <laughs> yeah I, I already conversed like, with Bella about this documentary everything was great except for the one girl Everybody else was freaking phenomenal, except for the one irritating girl that you can tell. What like, was the she, documentary called? So if the, anybody. It's called um, I Am a Witch, and it's on Tubi. And, like, and like that said, one girl was enough for me to not want to watch it and to <laughs> already say that it's stupid. It sucked. <laughs> like, they're bad. It was fantastic and amazing, and I agreed with everything all of them were saying except for her like you could tell she literally probably just woke up one morning right before then and the person that decided to do the documentary and get all these fantastic people in were they were friends or something or boyfriend and girlfriend and he's like oh yeah you you know I'll put you in the documentary and, <laughs> and by the way I'm going to use this as as a as a moment to to illustrate, did you notice how Miss Mountain Gypsy has gone on and on and on about how wonderful those other other people were in there, and how I have said that the one bad apple in there is now has become the face of that documentary, and now I think that entire documentary is trash. And that basically is, Bella exactly. said one rotten apple spoils the bunch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and this is what we keep telling you guys, you know, when this is what the trendites and everything do, the the one person that goes off and says and and spreads all this stuff and should this, yeah, this is what we do. They become our face whether we want them to or not so yeah. this is an this is yet this is reason number 222 of why we say shut the fuck up yes now, yes that too, <laughs> like i said everybody else in my like everybody else in that documentary 
when they were saying, I was like, yes, because that's something Bella would say. Oh my God, that's something Hestia would say. Oh my God, that's something Jason would say. And then she comes in and first of all, you could still tell she's very problematic because she thinks the church of Satan is a horrible thing just because it's Satan. And, uh, and she fucked up the difference between a pentacle and a pentagram. So, what? Uh-uh. Hang on, <laughs> that's for a totally different thing. But yes. Thanks. Now I'm tempted to I'm tempted to watch it, but I don't want to trash the TV. <laughs> oh, she literally. How, is your, how is your blood pressure, Jason? Yeah, check your blood pressure before you come on. Like everybody else is fantastic, but when that irritating girl gets on there, you're like, hmm. <laughs> don't be the face like that, please. Yeah. Again, mind you, oh, well. I still have not watched it. It just goes up simply by her description. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to watch it. I don't think my blood pressure could take it. <laughs> Thank God she's not in it. That's a, a lot. good, healthy choice. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> oh, so, to kind of come back to the topic, I don't have a whole lot more to say about like ritual as it applies to me or my practice, but I do have a question for you guys. So, have well Bella I know you already shared that you have but have you guys ever incorporated other people into your ritual yes yeah yeah I family gatherings he's sitting on my couch (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna see that's the thing too there's so many kinds of rituals that this could be anything from TMI conversation to (laughs) oh grandma and grandpa came over you know like it could it yeah. could really span that far so I ask this with a little trepidation but uh yeah like do you guys want to share anything about maybe not Bella she I know <laughs> just say he looks forward to when I do those rituals and he gets to participate <laughs> there you go Okay, neither one of you share then. Since Jason has some more family friendly, just tell her what it. Jason, talk to us about your family rituals. Wow. Well, they're they're a a very intimate, not 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 intimate as a (laughs) as like because I've done rituals with with uh, Tennessee back home intimate, not Alabama intimate, not Alabama intimate. I, um, they're 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 uh, very private, and uh, they they usually involve um, family gathering, food, um, and then when we act, when we start the actual uh, like ceremonial ritual, then uh, it's it's done um, v- very specific. Like um, everyone's kind of expected to to know like their their place and uh what's what's said in does your father like lead lead the uh lead the right or yeah um i got i, I do now oh look at you <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> so Thank is you. it usually like a large family <laughs> gathering or is it just like a few it depends on who comes <laughs> it's a you usually it's, it's usually a few like more it's, or less than a dozen people like less okay. usually less less than a dozen people 
because um yeah no, see I- I've never done ritual with anybody like at all I've done workings with other people but ritual never not once not any kind of ritual um but I was just always uh I I was enrolled in like this it's gonna sound I I don't know why I hate talking about this so much but I was involved or enrolled in like a witchcraft school uh where they like it was like a formal education thing like it like you had to go through um a long ass what's it called introduction what are the introduction courses orientation orientation Orientation. like yeah it was like a long ass orientation and then like they had these different classes where they taught like astrology and tarot and ritualistic magic and high magic and low magic blah 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 blah. like it was it was like I was actually impressed with the way it was set up not gonna lie very impressed or I would have never considered it so I joined it and I was going through these classes and everything but then I was like reading ahead and at the end, they would have wanted us to do a ritual together as a class. And I was just like, uh-uh, I'm not doing that. From the very beginning, that just sounded not cool to me. I was like, I'm, I wrote the, the, I don't want to call her a teacher. I wrote the lady that was running the class. Um, and I was like, Hey, I'm not comfortable with this. Like, is that going to be a problem? And she was like, no. Um, so it was cool, but I was always, as somebody who has only done it by myself, I was always wondering, like, is it comfortable to do it with other people? Or is it something like, because spell work is, has never been a problem. I've never been uncomfortable, like asking you guys to jump in on one. Or if you guys ask me to jump in on one, I'm like, yeah, sure. No problem. Don't even have to think about it. But I feel like if I was to invite somebody to join one of my rituals, like I would have to really sit down and like consider that for real. Like I, like, I don't know if I'm comfortable with that. As for me, it, it depends. To be someone I'm very comfortable yeah. with. Very. Yeah, I think it honestly really depends because yeah. I don't think, and also I, I think it, it. What's important is, you know, the rituals that you do, for instance, Hestia, those are personal, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you were going to do something with a group of people, then to me, I wouldn't think that you would want to do one of your personal rituals with them. You would want to do a group ritual, which would then look different. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah. Um, yeah. because it, it's it, it's almost like invading somebody's personal space why am I going to show you like how I wipe my ass you know no yeah exactly um, and I think that's it I feel like it's so like I feel like you would be looking at me like in my raw form almost like I was naked even if I had clothes around you I would still feel yeah. so exposed like so exposed yeah to me to me there is a difference between um that if you're going to do ritual in a group setting, then then the ritual itself is going to be different. It's going to be more oh. group focused. Oh yeah, it's to- totally, totally. Because even yeah. though like I'll I'll keep up with with some of the like c- celebratory rituals, even if I'm doing them by myself, it is entirely different than when it's mm-hmm. gathering of like you know seven people. Mm-hmm. And it, this is the, you guys may not agree with this, who, whoever has done group rituals, but for me personally, um, although I'm not opposed to them, um, I, I'm not a big fan because to me, I start feeling like I'm in church again. Mm. Yeah. Oh, um, the, the, the maybe that's that... my own personal things that I have to work through. I don't know, but you know. That's just how I feel like. Yeah, I I can see that. I get it. But, I get it. 
but yeah, the ones that we do aren't aren't church like. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not well, saying that's but, good or bad. For me, though, it's not good. So, like Jason, then okay, let's say you were going. It's the same day of the year. You're going to do the same ritual. How drastically different would it look from whether it was like five people or just you? Like, would it be basically its own thing, nothing the same, or are you basically going through the same steps? Uh, kind of both, actually. <laughs> um, I it it's kind of the same steps, but it's more, I guess, like first person, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm not really sure how to describe it. I guess, but... I'm, I guess I'm asking because like, okay, let's say I'm doing something that is a ritual to strengthen the connection, the communication connection between me and my ancestors. Mm. I can't like, okay, basically the way I do that is I'm communicating with them and what I get from them helps form the ritual for them. Because how else do you know what somebody wants unless they tell you? So right. I do what they well, ask he... me to do. And I can't for me, imagine for me, that wouldn't that wouldn't be a group ritual. I couldn't I could not see that being a group ritual unless you were doing it with family. Yeah. Where you're well, trying okay, to that's, connect that's to what the I'm, same that's what I'm trying to get. Okay, that's what I'm trying to get at. So basically, okay. like if I'm going through this ritual because this is what my ancestors wanted, this is what needs to be done, and I need it done this way every time. So now let's say my aunt and my cousin decide to be like, hey, I would like to join in this. I would like to participate. Um, that's something one I wouldn't automatically say yes to, first of all, because it's something I would have to sit with and discuss with the ancestors and how I feel about being exposed to my aunt and my cousin who also want to do this. And how do I know they're going to do it with the same reverence? If they start laughing and thinking this shit's funny, it's going to be bad. Um, yeah, so it, it's stuff like that where I'm like, okay, there's just certain things that even if I was open to doing some things with my family, I still, I think I would have to build something right. all like Bella was saying from scratch to include yeah. them and this just be my thing because I can't right. imagine having you join in what I'm doing because if you don't take it as serious as I do I'll get up and fight you right but that, that that's the, the thing too like everybody who is participating in the ritual uh understands the, mm -hmm. the 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 seriousness of it and everybody kind of connects in that same manner with that that same flow that unity uh we uh one thing that we really don't or want we really want to try to avoid is there being a blockage or a hiccup mm -hmm. that's an excellent point that you bring up has been an excellent question because you know if you are considering you know everything that we've talked about basically up until very recently has been you know um solo rituals rituals that you that you do with yourself when you're talking about group doing with a group you know that that's something that you don't take lightly you know mm -hmm. and you know there's there's people that um you know will um are, are are more apt to go to um gatherings and events and occasions you know where they're doing like these these massive group rituals um not really knowing who they're going to be around and and they're okay with that me personally like i would want to make sure that 
if I am doing it in a group setting, I need to to know and understand everybody in there, everybody's energies. Are we all on the same page? Like, I don't want to just, you know, go to mass. And uh, and who knows who's in here? Right, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. So if, if you are going to embark on that uh, and, and bring people in, then, you know, it isn't just like, I hope they don't, or I worry that they will. It's like, you would really need to scrutinize and make sure, like, are these people on the same page as you? And if not, then maybe we don't do this together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I guess just um, thinking about it, going back to uh, your previous question, if it's like uh, um, how how different it is, um, since I am basically like following the the, the same rite that is pr- performed, even during a a group gathering. I guess it's kind of the the same in that context. Because I don't really do. A whole lot of things differently but it's just uh, i guess the the energy flow that's that's different like uh, the, the it's energy probably flow. a little different for you too because we're talking about you know it's it's a family ritual so what you do probably doesn't verge that differently from what you do with the family right you know so plus i think probably... another big difference is you're born into a family that has like the family practices it's whereas exactly. for me it would be two mundane people and my aunt has expressed interest but it's just something that I very very carefully handle so even though I know my aunt would love to have this kind of open communication and stuff I just I personally feel like I know her well enough to be like I can't help you right now like like I just feel like you you wouldn't take it quite serious enough um because it's too weird for you you know what I'm saying so I I feel like for me it would be harder to to one for me to get into the zone where I'm in the reverence state that I need to be in and focused because I'm worried about if she's taking it serious or not and I don't want that to disrupt the hard work that I've put in for years now to get this where I'm at and I don't feel as co- like, well, I don't want to say confident. I feel like my connection could only continue to get stronger and stronger and stronger. And I don't want any, any hindrance to that. Right. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It kind of reminds me of um, that, that one scene in the craft where they're calling the, the corners. Like I always kind of laugh at, at that scene. Cause like, each one is like has that enthusiasm to it, and then it, and then it gets to, to to Sarah, and she just sounds bored. <laughs> Hear us. The half-ass moment. <laughs> yeah, like like if I like like if everyone else was like you know in, enthusiastic and like um, speaking um, for, forcefully and correctly then you have like someone who's just like slurring their words and like acting like they're they're bored then like that would piss me off I'd be like love your enthusiasm bitch <laughs> that's true though it's so no, true. Seriously. another thing too uh, going back to uh, something we try to really drive home to everybody um is knowing yourself and know that if you are invited to witness or partake in a ritual, if you're not going to take it serious, if you're not going to be reverent and quiet and respectful, 
please don't go because this is like if somebody's really like opening something up that's very very private like very private take it serious don't be a dick but also outside of the realm of you just being an ass sometimes again like me I'm not going to somebody else's ritual either because I giggle when I'm nervous or when I'm anxious and I have anxiety disorders I would I would feel like absolute shit if I was invited to go even just as a witness, be there when, when Jason's family's doing that. And I started giggling, I would feel like a monster, like a monster. I would hate myself for the rest of my life for that. Cause it's so serious to people. Um, you know, I wouldn't even do that to like religious people. And I hate organized religion, like with a passion. Um, and I wouldn't even do that to somebody who's like in prayer. Uh, like to me, it's just so disrespectful. Like you're a bitch mm-hmm. at your core if you do that. So I even just knowing that I have anxiety dis- disorders and stuff, I would be like, look, I really appreciate that, but I can't. Um, so again, please understand and know your own limitations because sometimes it's not about how much you want to be quiet and, and you know, be respectful. Sometimes you can't help it. Sometimes you you have specific triggers and mm. uh, some rituals are very calm and quiet. Some are very wild. And if you're the type to giggle when things start getting crazy, uh, just stay home. Now, the other thing yeah. to that is really be sure that if, again, if you're going there to just observe, really be sure that you want to and that you can because mm-hmm. it's pretty rude to get up in the middle of something and walk out uh, mm-hmm. unless you can do so without disrupting something uh, and it's not always easy to do that then just don't mm-hmm. bother like, right i gotta go guys think yeah that's For not because sure. mm-hmm. again some are very calm. To calm courtesy yeah and, and again because it varies so drastically it could be a calm family dinner or there could be blood and animals involved. Like you just don't know. You just, you don't know. And uh, I don't always mean like little animals, like chickens. Right. Like sometimes it's, I a, think, it's like livestock. Yes. <laughs> I think the important thing to just, just to hit home is that you are not going to a show. Yeah. Yes. Okay. yes it's not yes. for your entertainment. Yeah. And even getting up in the middle of the show is rude to begin with, by the way. Yeah. Just FYI. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, you need to be reverent, even if you're not a part of it. Absolutely. Because depending on what those people are doing, you might piss something off too, even if you're just there. <laughs> like, who, what the <laughs> fuck is that bitch laughing at? Who are you? Oh, I'll help you guys later. I'm going to go fuck with her for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the ritual y'all yes. but i'm busy i'll be back later <laughs> yes well so what do you think do we are we uh anything else we want to talk about this topic i don't think so um no, really quite. really fast i know there's a little bit of a lag so if anybody has anything in the chat that they want to say on this topic before we wrap up please do so very 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 rapidly um with that said, I guess we can start wrapping yeah. up. Yeah, and and Brandy, if you could put a link to those Walpurgis not videos, yes. that would be great at the end. Somewhere, somehow. 
throw them there. And if you haven't already, give us a like if you're here. If you haven't already, please subscribe. We have our 101 witchies or bitchy witchy book series on Amazon. Um, and all the links to all our socials will be where they always are. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let me check the chat real quick. Let me see. Fearless says, I might might do something with the fam to celebrate the solstices and equinoxes, but the rest of the time I'm solo. I get super self-conscious with others around. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. I get really nervous. (laughs) Like, why are you watching me so intently? I feel I like, again, this is my anxiety disorder speaking, but um, I always feel very looked at and judged and I can't focus when that's going on. So if I'm doing ritual, a lot of times I, um, I have a room where I do all my workings and everything. I, if I'm either in the bathroom, in the kitchen or in that room, when I'm doing ritual and the door is closed, like even my husband walking by will throw me off. Like if he's walking down the hallway, I'll be like, don't like sit the fuck down somewhere. I'll tell you when I'm, when, when the hallway is back open, like, cause any distraction, <laughs> wow. any, any distraction, it's like, I feel like he's looking at me and thinking, thinking it's weird. Cause you know, he doesn't practice. So I always feel like he's looking at me like, what is that weird bitch doing now? And I don't <laughs> like that feeling. It, I don't like that feeling at all. So I try to avoid it in any way I can. So I too, I hide. <laughs> Um, somebody jay harris says but a school may be an opportunity for us who never did rituals to witness and do them no for sure um and if that is something you are comfortable with and you find a place that does some kind of formal education on well as formal as it can be because it's not going to be accredited um but uh if you find a place that you're comfortable with how they teach and what they teach and you want to do that yeah do it like do it I was gonna do it I was 100% in until that it just didn't sit right for me and I'm always gonna go with what's right for me mm-hmm. if you if you are comfortable um in fact we've talked about this school I think it's now defunct though I don't think it's uh functional hey, I, anymore but if you if you're actually interested if you email us our email contacts will be easily found somewhere um but if you email us I will I will look into it and see if it's still around. And if it is, I'll send you that information. Cause it, it wasn't a bad school. It was, it was like set up really cool. Mm. Like I liked it. And it was free and it was. Yeah. Free. Yeah. yeah. I, think, oh, yeah, was, I forgot was, you guys knew the three about of, it. Yeah. yeah. We were yeah. all discussing it at one point. Cause yeah. we've oh, all because I was it. really, yeah, I, I, I was really impressed with it because it was run by a bunch of volunteers. Yeah. It was purely a volunteer effort. And Which I is mean, why, it was unfortunately, it's probably organized. not around anymore. It was yeah. beautifully organized, but I'll find out. Um, if you want to look into it on your own, it was TMCS. I think it was the Magical Circle School or something like that. Yes. Um, and mm-hmm. there were there were a lot of teachers. Um, you know, unfortunately, while I was enrolled there, like some some stuff happened. But I think they've. I don't know if they've bounced back or not. But if that, if you want to look into it, that's what it is. Um. Let's see. And then Fearless said, yeah, I've seen some which trigger my PTSD from being raised in religion. Yeah, some I've heard that some uh, covens or or groups of people that work together. um, Yeah, some of it is very they do it 
this many times a month and you're expected to go and you're expected to do this and you're expected to have that. Yeah. There's, there's certain ones that it does come across really churchy. Again, Bella has beat this over the head that sometimes people come into this and they have not shed that dogma and you're going to see it. Like you're absolutely going to see it. We see it all the time, every day. Sure. Let's see. Um, Some, okay. Kali Billy had a question for Bella that says, Bella, how does that work for familiars? I don't know what you mean by that. If you clarify real quick, I'll re-ask her, but unless Bella, you know what that might refer to? Not like, do you mean like doing rituals with a familiar? Like, I don't, I don't know what you're trying to ask. So if you ask again, real, real quick, I'll ask her. If not, we're about to wrap up. So if it is, it shouldn't work all that differently, to be honest with you. It, you know, it's, it's just like having, I mean, another, another person or, or whatever there. Um, I don't see it really being all that different. Okay. Well, hopefully that's what your question was because we're about to go. <laughs> um, but yeah, so with that, again, like, subscribe if you haven't already. Check out our books on Amazon if you haven't already. Follow us on Instagram. That's where we pretty much post all of our updates. We also have a Facebook group um, and all the links will be below. Hey.